Hey Brittany, how are you? Hi Emily, I'm great, how are you? I'm good, I had an eye doctor's appointment this morning. I'm very excited about new glasses. Oh yeah, I love getting new glasses. But I have a root canal this afternoon, so. Oh goodness. Yeah. So this should be fun, and let's record this before my root canal, so I don't sound like I'm, I don't know. Medication. <laughs> yeah, although that might be really fun. That probably would bring joy to a lot of people, but you might uh, end up I might like cry. A meme or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, thankfully there's no video, so we're good. That's true. But uh, my friends will laugh for sure. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what we're talking today about friends, friendships. Oh, yes. Friendships. That's a great thing to talk about. Friends can sometimes be baggage. Uh, yeah, like the big bags, the kind that you pay extra for at the airport because they're over the weight limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of my friends would not fit into luggage. So, well, okay, that's not where we're going. Anyways, uh, no, you don't create baggage with your friends, uh, but sometimes your friends can be baggage. So we need boundaries. And I think it's important to also, I like, I think it's important to sometimes know that not everybody that says they're your friend is your friend. They don't always have your best intentions. Some friends are really toxic. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely for sure. They're, everyone in this world is not looking out for your good. But, you know, it's tricky because growing up, our parents teach us, you know, you need to be nice to everyone. You need to be kind to everyone. And obviously people are not nice to everyone, which you should, okay. You should be nice to everyone. Yeah. Don't be a jerk, but you know, you you teach your kids like, you know, be nice to everybody, be friendly. And in life, that's just not the, not, that's not true. You should be nice to everybody, but that doesn't mean that you have to let everyone be your friend. Right. You've got to put up guards um, to protect yourself. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. So I think that we need to probably do a lot better job of teaching our children how to pick good friends. But we need to learn it ourselves first. Right. Well, and also because, you know, some people are are say they're your friends because they take your relationship they take advantage of their relationship yeah. and not everybody that's trying to get your attention is interested in your good. And not everybody that wants your time is going to add to your joy. Yeah. Some people just take, like you said, they're just maybe they're in, instead of interested in being friends with you, they're interested in what, what they can get out of you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so Proverbs thirteen twenty says the one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. So you you need to watch who you let into your inner circle. Oh, absolutely. But also, like, I've heard people say all the time that, like, if you're the, like, smartest person in your friend group, then you need new friends or... Yeah. Or, but also, like, if you're the, I mean, if, like, if you're the, you could say that about a lot of things. Like, you need friends who are nice. You need friends who have joy. You need friends that are smart. You need friends that are, now I'm not saying like, if you're, if you have a friend dumber than you, don't be their friend. No, obviously, you know, this is, it's not about that. Like you can be friends with per, a person, no matter how different they are from you. 
but you also should always be trying to better yourself. And so in that you need friends who encourage you to better yourself, but also that you can encourage your other friends to also better themselves. Absolutely. You, you definitely need to try to place yourself in the middle as far as, you know, you have, you have friends that you are able to encourage and help them to be better, but you also have friends that encourage you and help you to be better. So while you're pulling somebody up with you, somebody else is pulling you up with them. Right. On the other hand, though, you don't want to be in the middle level, per se, of a toxic relationship where, well, because what I know what I do sometimes is I'm like, well, you know, I need to be friends with this person because... We get, we, I guess we kind of get a little bit of what savior syndrome, like they're like, they've had it really hard and yeah. they you know, they need a positive uh, voice in their life. And, and that's true. You should be positive, a positive voice in people's lives, but that does not mean that you let that person into your inner circle because they, there are different levels of friendships. So you label that person an acquaintance yeah, and you know, you speak life into their life. But you don't let them have that power over, over yours. You're not, they're not one of your inner circle friends. They don't need right. to be. It's poison. Right. Well, and sometimes we choose the wrong friends and, you know, it, we, we realize that, but like God will get us out of the situation, but we like, I mean, like we, we won't let it go. Like we're like, no, but they're supposed to be my friends. Like, listen, not everyone in your life is supposed to be a lifelong friend. And so if God gets you out of a situation and you won't leave it alone, you're taking up no real estate in their minds, but they're dominating landscape in yours. And that is a direct quote from that um, sermon because I thought it was so good. Like, you, you, like, it, it's like they're the saying, you know, th- that the kids are saying or were saying, like, something that's living rent-free in your head. Um, you know, I'm not hip with the lingo, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not hip either. <laughs> it does make sense. So, I did, speaking of quotes, I did, I found a quote online, uh, it's an anonymous, it says, don't let getting lonely make you reconnect with toxic people. You shouldn't drink poison just because you're thirsty. Yeah. And it's so true. Like what you said, there there are times, you know, we're praying like, Lord, you know, help me in my life. Like, help me. We pray for all these things. And God's like, okay, I'm going to get you out of this relationship that's toxic. And instead of recognizing that, like, <clears throat> you're getting a little bit free or you have more time to do positive things or things that bring you joy or read your Bible or just whatever. Or maybe there's another friend that's going to be really great for you. We run right back to that old negative relationship and lay hold right. We're right back where we were. And a lot of times when we do that, it's even harder to break free the second time. Right. Yeah. You're, you're only um, empowering something that's going to steal your joy. Yeah, I mean, we really allow that to happen, especially when we get lonely. Uh, you know, we make excuses for people's behavior. I mean, especially, well, I know for myself, um, several years ago, uh, I had a, a guy that I was dating and I was doing that for him. It was really a toxic relationship. And my family was like, none of my family, okay, like flag number one. None of my family members liked my boyfriend, <laughs> but I was like, you don't know, like, he's really nice. He's a really great guy. You just don't understand. Like, you don't, just don't know him. And so if you're always making excuses for someone's behavior in your life, be it your boyfriend, um, your 
quote unquote best friend or somebody that you think is your friend or whatever, you know, maybe you should analyze that. <laughs> if, it, it, you know, if you're all, all, all the time making excuses for someone's behavior or, you know, well, maybe they act this way because, you know, of this or, well, their home life's really bad. Like, okay, but they can do better. Like, yeah. and you can do better. And, and we fall victim to, you know, the, the devil lies to us and we, and we believe the lie that, well, if, if we don't be friends with them, then nobody else will. Or, yeah. or, well, if, if we cut them out of our life, then we, nobody else will be our friend. And that's a lie, you know? Yeah. At first I was like, who are you talking about? Never mind. I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. We're not saying names, obviously. Um, but yeah, but also like, but don't be that friend. Like, don't be the friend that people need to make excuses for. Right. You know? Yes, absolutely. Um, don't be a toxic and friend. Also, like, you know, when when you were, you mentioned relationships, like, if you're a woman in a relationship with a man and you are trying to fix him, just stop. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't fix him. You can't like, change a person. No. The only time someone changes is when they want to. So. Yeah evaluate your friends but also your relationships and you know what sometimes your family members can also be a toxic person in your life and sometimes you have to distance yourself from them and there's nothing wrong with that if they're if they're stealing your joy if they are you know coming into your life and you find yourself in a place where you're unhappy you're depressed you are losing your your hope because of this person then you need to step away. Right. I think also uh, an important thing to remind ourselves is, you know, there are there are some people that you can completely cut out of your life and, you know, it might be hard at first, but it will be fine. When it's a family member, it's just not that easy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, growing up at church, you know, our, one of my aunts, you know, she – she's super helpful in like all kinds of spiritual levels of our lives. And she, uh, yeah, she's the best. Uh, She said, Brittany, you just have to mark them as an irregular person and move on. And in, in meaning that you already know that that is what you can come to expect out of them. Mm -hmm. And when you lower, there are some people that, it's just no matter what, they are going to burn you every single time. Right. And so stop expecting anything else out of them. You know they're going to do it. So that just kind of puts up like an like an invisible shield. Like yes. you already know what's going to happen. So like it's not going to catch you off guard and you're not going to be devastated when it happens because you already know what's going to happen. Right. So when you see them at, you know, Christmas or the weekends or Tuesday or whatever, <laughs> family dinner, yada, yada, you can keep your – comments appropriate and you still love them but you just love them from a distance you're physically right. close but you're emotionally distant merry you christmas just, yeah i love you see you later i'll see you later happy tuesday i love you see exactly you <laughs> yeah um there's someone that we grew up with who i frequently get um messages on um facebook for for money and it's like, you know, this person is not in my life anymore and we're, we're Facebook friends, but like, that's it. And it's like, you know, I, I realized that if this person and I were still friends in person, like it would be a friendship that I would have to cut out as a toxic friendship because I mean, if, if you have someone in your life that every time they message you, it's not to see how you are, it's not to, 
It's not to see how your life is going. It's not to say like, hey, missed you at the potluck on Saturday or whatever. They only ask you for money. Like that is toxic. And so I've gotten to the point where I literally just ignore it because it's like, how many times can I tell you I'm not working? I don't have money to give you. I know times are tough. Like I'll pray for you, but like that's all I can offer you. Well, especially if that's all they're asking for every time. You know, right. if somebody's fallen on hard times and, you know, you know that situation, then obviously there are extenuating circumstances. But oh, every yes. single time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, like you're not even part of my life anymore. I haven't right. seen you in over 10 years. Actually, like even more than that. But, you know, we again. Right. Again, I'm. I, we won't talk about how old <laughs> I am. But, uh, you know, so it's like you, you really have to be able to evaluate the relationships in your life, friends, spouse. Uh, um, well, you know, if, if it's a spouse, like you need to work through it. I meant like boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, but also like if you have a toxic spouse, like y'all need to get counseling, you need Jesus, you need to work things out. Um, but again, that's an, that's a completely different relationship series. Yeah. 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 Um, that just came out of my mouth. So, but you do sometimes have to evaluate those relationships. Oh yeah. Um, but there are relationships that you need to find a way to make it work. And there are relationships that you don't need in your life anymore. And if it's a friendship, it's maybe time for you to part ways. Like your, your friends can either be a blessing or a lesson and sometimes both, but just because they're in your life doesn't mean they're supposed to be there forever. Yeah. Like you said, there are some people that are just seasonal yeah, they're in their they're seasonal friends. Right. Um, you know, not like, oh, every Christmas they're your friend. But you know, just for a time, just for a season. Yeah, it's not know, a job at it's not a seasonal job at Walmart. Right. That's so funny. um but also like you'll you will never get victory over certain things until you cast them down. You're supposed to serve the Lord with gladness, but if you don't have any gladness, you're not serving the Lord. You're, you're not focusing on the right things, but you know, you, you talked earlier about small groups and I don't think you talked about it on the podcast. I think we were just talking. No, yeah. We were just talking. But you were going to, you wanted to say something about the, the small yeah, groups. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, you, a lot of times, you know, you think, oh, you know, this person is just, you know, draining you or, you know, like if you have toxic relationships and you want to get rid of them but you know sometimes we just the voice of the enemy lies to us and says oh well you won't be able to find other friends or nobody wants to be your friend or you know we think that we tell we think that it's us but it's not us that is the voice of the enemy right and we buy into it and you know if you are not a part of our church does small groups and i know y'all have a small group and (laughs) our church is a small group (laughs) it's hey it's fun i've showed it many times y'all always have a, a glorious good old time yeah um but if you have small groups at your church or there's a church in your community that does small groups, I encourage you join a small group. It's really important to be together with like-minded people. And, you know, you will become friends with people that you never even knew that you had things in common with. Right. That has happened to me, especially last year. I, um, I think I talked about my book club in um, an episode ago or maybe the first episode and that, small group was such an encouragement to me for that season of my life. I mean, 
I'm sure we'll talk about it later more, but like there was just so much going on last year, the last mm-hmm. four months right. of last year. I, for our family, <laughs> yeah, I just felt like I was, I felt like, you know, like a duck, like under the water, my little legs were just like going like crazy, but like above it was peaceful. And that was the peace of the Lord. Like I, the whole time knew, because you know me, I am so dramatic. I just get like, go from like zero to 100 immediately. Like people think I'm stressed out all the time. I'm like, I'm not stressed out. Like I just have this A, B, C, D, and E to do. I'm proud of you that you know that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, I know, like I seem very, you know, just, uh, I can't think of the word right now. Like, but zero to 100. And I just, last year, that group was just so helpful to me. And it was just a, a group of women in a, in a book club, you know, reading yeah. our book and talking about Jesus. And like but it an actual matter. book club. Yeah. It was an actual book club. <laughs> like we were reading a book. It was an amazing book. I'm sure we'll talk about it at one point, but yeah, it doesn't it. matter if it's a book club. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, joining a group of people on Thursday evening for coffee. It doesn't matter if you do lunch on Tuesdays. It doesn't matter. Just find a small group at your church or at a church nearby with like-minded people and you'll be amazed at the friendships that you make. Yeah. Well, and actually I was going to say, you know, if you don't have small groups at your church or a church nearby, start a small group. Yes. Because you, I mean, like you, there, there was like, I, I, I did go to the same church as my sister for a while. And so there was a small group that I went to, um, where we made, um, we, it was a sewing group. And so we made a uh, little, little Blankets. hospital gowns, oh. Oh, gowns for preemies in the hospital. Like oh. it was, and they were so tiny and it was so easy to do. And it was so fun to gather together and do something that was like helpful. Yeah. Um, and then, so I no longer go to that church. I have a different church now, but it, it's a small church. And so when we have gatherings, it, I mean, like, which like we're, we're getting more and more people, which is exciting, but like, I love to have people over to my house. And so once a month we have game night at my house and it's, it's just a fun thing, you know, and, and, you know, we have other events that we do and it's like the whole church all together, but you know, not, not everyone always makes it to things and that's fine, but it's something that I feel is, has added so much meaning to my Mm -hmm. life. Um, and it's crazy because, I was literally telling Brittany, my week is so busy right now. And I've like, I, (laughs) I have something every single day and I've that, that's so unusual for me. Usually I'm like, I have no plans when someone wants to get together. I'm like, you decide when, cause I'm wide open. And now I'm like, I don't know. I have this on Monday and Tuesday is this. And like every day is something, but, uh, which, you know, it's not all church today. I just have I and I appointment at root canal and that's, you know, part of life, but we're not meant to go through life alone. No. And when we're alone, we decide the trajectory of our thoughts and our imaginations and we're vulnerable. And we talked about this on a previous episode that when you're alone, that's when you're, you're at your weakness and that's when the devil creeps in and you start believing the whispers in your mind. And that's when it's the most dangerous we're not meant to go through life alone. Absolutely not. And also then, you know, 
when you're a part of a small group, and it doesn't even have to be like something quote unquote like oh, we're spirit very spiritual. Like yeah, you have a group where y'all go out to eat at yeah. new places. Or and there was a small group once where like it was like a cooking class, and y'all did a, or I think mom did. Um, they met and they would learn how to cook like I think it was like oh, yeah. a, Hispanic food or something, and it was delicious. I was loving those leftovers. Let me just tell you. Um, but yeah, I never like made it in to your that, in your sewing group. Like there's people of all of all different ages and walks of oh, life, yeah. and like you, it's just crazy. And then when you see them at church or wherever you see them, you're like, oh hey, and then you have something in common to talk with them with. Yeah, I was and... the youngest person there, and I, like I. I feel like I made such a good friend with Pam who was leading the group. Oh, she is the sweetest. She's hilarious. Like, she is hilarious. She cracks me up. And I'm like, I, it was a, it was like a really far drive, Mm -hmm. but I looked forward to going every single week because like, it was like, I loved it. It was a, a connection and like, I, it was just, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Well, and also it's something that is positive that right. holds you accountable. Right. Um, you know, when you are by yourself, there you have no accountability to anyone. Right. And, you know, when you're a part of a small group, you're a little bit more invested. You have you're you're less likely to miss other things because there's somebody who cares about you who's gonna say, Hey man, where were you? We yeah. missed you, you know? Yeah, we and need people it to... helps you, you know, to yeah. not just slide out into the shadows right. and you don't have to, you know. Yeah, I heard a message recently. Um, I don't remember if it was my pastor or something I watched or someone else. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But they said, like, nobody nobody plans on backsliding. Like, right. nobody. Actually, I think it was this message. I think it was. It <laughs> happens one step at a time. Y'all, yeah. if you have not listened to this sermon, it is it It's is good. And I will also still link it in the description box. Um, but... Um, what I feel like, you know, if you do, if you do watch it or listen to it, then like, you know, you'll, you'll, number one, you'll know what our next couple episodes are yeah, about. Yeah, it's true. But also number two, it'll give you some insight because like we're, we're breezing over things, not, not breezing over things. We're going into depth with things, but like we're talking about what he talked about, but also like breaking every part of it down. Right. Because, it's you know. digestible. Yeah. Pieces. Um. But, but it like, but he did say, and it'll be in a future episode that like, I think it's the next one actually, but nobody plans on backsliding. Like it happens gradually. And so, you know, a caring hand reaching out is, is something that you shouldn't ignore. But I will, I, I did want to say this and I, I feel like I, I wanted to say it earlier when we were talking about um, toxic relationships, but you know, this whole episode is about toxic relationships, but also, um, I went blank. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. I guess I won't tell you what I wanted to say. <laughs> I hate when that happens, man. I know, and it was like on my mind, and then literally, I, I it like just was Vanished. like, nope, I'm done. We're done here. <laughs> it's like you have an idea. Just kidding. I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, just really briefly, maybe, maybe it'll come back while I'm talking about, like you said, you know, people don't plan on backsliding. It just happens one step at a time. I think that can be said with so much in our life. Like, you know, you yeah. don't go into a business, you know, thinking, planning on it failing. You don't, you don't go into a marriage planning on getting divorced. You don't, right. you know, there's so many things that you don't start 
anticipating the end of it. And I think that, you know, that just shows us how we really need to be aware of, Mm -hmm. of all the things in our life. How much, how much weight is it, you know, is it holding? Like how, how, um, how healthy are our relationships really? I mean, we really need to evaluate that because, you know, sometimes it's just like, well, this came from out of nowhere. Well, did it really, you know, if you were, if you were really taking account and really paying attention, you know, and are you the friend that's toxic? I mean, you know, you really need to, to be aware of your own behavior. Right. You know, are you the one that's always driving people away because everything that you have to say is uh, just, you know, negative? I mean. Yeah. Like, I I think that, you know, if you keep losing friends. (laughs) um, You are the common denominator. It it might just be you. And, you know, I, I, um, I had to think. Like, sometimes I think that because I want to make sure that I'm not, like, being a toxic friend. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you you have to know that, like, sometimes you'll repeat repeat patterns until you learn a lesson that you're supposed to learn. So, it may also be that, like, God has you in this similar situation because you need to learn something from it. So... I mean, make sure that you're not the toxic friend, but also ask yourself, am I supposed to be getting something from this? Because I know there was a job that I had where I worked with someone and it was like, it, it, it wasn't really going well. And the next job I had was in the same place, but a different area. And again, I worked with someone and it really wasn't going well. And I thought, am I the problem? Like, right. am I causing, you know, the, this not drama, but like this like wedge between the relationship of me and my coworker. Mm-hmm. And so then I went to a different place and had the same job, but my coworker and I worked really well together. And so I didn't change anything other than my communication that's what I wanted to say. I I'm wanted to, yes, he finds a way to bring things back around. <laughs> I wanted to say that like, I have found in the, the past, I guess, few months really, that like being honest with people that are close to you is like literally what is going to get you so far in your relationships. And and it, it, it actually works out because the person that I worked with, I was just honest about my needs. If there was something I struggled with, I was honest about it. And she was fantastic. And we worked really well together. And when I decided to leave that job, it was really hard because I didn't want to leave her because she and I worked so well together. And she said, I feel like we like had an amicable breakup because uh, like we're not mad at each other, but like, I'm so sad that we're not together anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that too. So, but like, I learned so much from that, that if you are in a relationship with someone, a friendship, um, a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, a family member, and you are having a hard time 
you need to be honest with them. Mm -hmm. And if they can't accept your honesty, then that is also a red flag. Right. Because if there's something that you need in your relationship with someone, there's no reason why you can't tell them. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Brittany and I went out of town last month and we're going to go out of town again tomorrow. And like, because I recently had surgery, I have physical needs that sometimes I need to take a break for. And so part of me is like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be a hindrance. So I'm not going to say anything, but then I'm like, okay, I, we need to stop so I can take a break. And Brittany's like, yeah, let's do that. You know? Yeah. Because the thing is, is that people are not mind readers. Right. Um, So sometimes we, as human beings, get upset with somebody because they didn't do something that we thought they should or they didn't react a certain way when in reality they didn't even know that it was a problem in the first place so if like you said if you're just um straightforward with somebody you know be honest say you know this is what this is what i need or this is what i need from you right you know it really just opens up a whole door it's like oh well all right well i can do that no problem yeah you know? it really does i know that when i first got married um I, and i think this is this happens in a lot of relationships oh, yeah. people fight because it's like well you didn't do this and it's like but you never asked me to I do didn't that no and he was like i shouldn't have to ask so, and you're like okay are you really saying this right now yeah yeah you know? like you should have to ask because people yeah. don't know what you need so when i first got married my husband told me like i was mad or something i don't know it's been a while it's been a hot minute. And he's like, well, I'm not a mind reader. If you need something, you have to tell me. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And now we have that communication and it's gotten us so far. Yes. Communication is key. Um, so when your mind runs away with you, you begin to get bitter when all you needed was a friend. So that's a quote from the sermon. And that stuck with me because we can't be alone. We do need friends, but you also need to choose the right friends. Yeah. So you need to maybe evaluate your friends this week. You know, think, do you have toxic friendships? Do you have toxic relationships? Are you the toxic one? And also your kids' relationships. Like, be oh, yeah. so careful about who you let them be friends with, about who you allow them to spend time with, and who you allow to, for them to bring in your home and teach your kids you know, how to choose well when it comes to making friends. Right. So I think it's important for us to all evaluate our friendships. And next week, we'll have a whole new topic for you. So that's your homework for this week. (laughs) We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Be Be weird. weird. Choose Choose joy. Thank you for listening to the Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and also share this with your friends. Everyone could use joy. If you would like to send us an email, you can email us at pushingdarkness at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget, choose joy.